It's time for the Art and Science Punks, the podcast where we talk about art, science, and technology. As punks, we love to create, to explore, to fail, to learn, and to listen to loud music. I'm one of your punks, Kate Stenzinger, and with me tonight and every night is my amazing punk partner. Hi, I am Rob Stenzinger. You did that well. I have it memorized. (laughs) Thank you. You always make fun of my intro. What? What? Tonight, what do you want to talk about? Why the producer of the show keeps asking me what I want to talk about. It's weird. <laughs> you have a topic, I know. And I do, but, you know, I just want to yeah. be collaborative and open it up in case... No, no. Um, let's see. What do I want to talk about? How come people say I, I, say, I, I sound... Let's see. Like, hmm. someone will say... So, you know, they'll, they'll say something, and I'll be like, oh, that's... It sounds like they're, you know, they're really challenged by that topic or whatever, right? I'll say something that sort of contextualizes whatever. I think, oh, I'm contextualizing, I'm helping, or I'm sure I'm relating to what someone said. But then sometimes the, the, the reply I get is, wow, that's really political. Ooh, that's a really good way to say it politically, right? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I get that a lot. Not all the time. This is but- very interesting. I'm throwing my topic out the window at, for a moment. Uh-huh. So I think that you excel at um, reframing and rephrasing, mm. but I don't think I've ever thought of you as reframing and rephrasing in a very politically correct way. I mean, not that yeah. I, not that you're like crass, but that just isn't how I would um, describe it. Yeah. I mean, I suppose if 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 I'm all if I'm hanging out with a bunch of pirates, you know, and uh, and they're all like as yo, you usually yo, are, ho ho and whatever, I might say, um, you sound really joyful, and but that's not my jam, whatever. Like, or, I don't know, like I'm I'm more of a I don't know, like let's say, a melodic death metal guy, right? Um, anyway, but that's I'm, I'm contextualizing reaction. And they sit in a different part of the cafeteria. Yeah, maybe, um, but whatever. Anyway. I, I don't feel like it's political, and I, and and but maybe uh, maybe I've got something to work on there. That's all. Well, I don't. I wouldn't think that's a negative thing. I've I feel pretty good about it, but I get that response enough in professional context. Yeah, no, I get what you're where, saying. Where I'm, I think, hmm, I yeah, I get not everybody does this, but hmm, I just think you're really good at kind of. Um, and it goes to your listening skills, right? So you're a very good reflective listener. So you're reflecting back what you've heard, and you're but you're rephrasing it, right? Because nobody mm-hmm. wants to sit and just be, you know, parroted. That's awkward. It totally is, yeah. And so um, I think your choice of of language. I think you've hit all the elements. Yeah, it's like I have I have a I have an intentional choice of language based on what I have observed and heard, and. But I guess in professional context that that can sometimes, and it's not like all accusatory or whatever. It's almost like someone saw like the reaction uh-huh. typically yeah. is like I just um, did a flip when I entered the room or whatever. They're like, whoa, kind of like a, a, a like, wow, kind of reaction. And I'm like, huh, I didn't think it was a big deal. <laughs> Too funny. Right. See, now... Um, this is why I ask you, what do you want to talk about? Fine. I'll go along with it. That's why I ask, because sometimes really interesting <clears throat> things come up. Sure. I would not have known that about you. 
Well, I mean, you sure as you demonstrated, you know that about me, but you don't see, you don't seem to um, share that same um, impression. Yeah, I don't I don't call it the political thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad for that. Right. <laughs> um, so, what is our real topic? Our real topic tonight is cool kits. Cool kits. Not to be confused with the cool kids. Hmm. Who are so, also probably sitting next to the pirates in the cafeteria. Maybe. I mean, it depends on the year, right? Every, every it probably is like a twenty-year pirate cycle, right? You think it's that long? Most fashion is somewhere around there, right? So, I thought it was more like seven years. It probably is getting shorter. I would bet. Yeah. Hmm. So we've so cool kits. Okay. What, what kind of kit are we talking about? Well, so in the past on the podcast, I know probably back in season one, actually, we talked about our experiences with things like um, Kiwi Crate. Mm. Um, and we had some very good experiences with that, um, with those subscription boxes mm-hmm, of activities mm-hmm. for the kids. Um, and so uh, I kind of wanted to. Yeah, there was that whole, um, what was that called? The Five Days at Freddy's box? Oh, the yeah. The box of Freddy, Freddy box? No. What was it called? Oh, man. I can't remember. Freddy's the most important video game of all time box. <laughs> There's only one video game that ever existed. It's called Five Nights at Freddy's. Anyway. Yeah, that one didn't work out so Here's well. a box with all, way more Five Nights at Freddy's in it than you would ever expect. Yep. Dot com. T-shirts, figurines, <laughs> coffee it's a, mugs. It's an impressive game. Like, hats off to the creator of uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Really awesome when you can figure out that like a, like a strong hook of gameplay that has, you know, that's that, that a small team can make, right? Sure. Oh, it's awesome. And, but, but, you know, there's a few more games out there. Yeah, and anyway. that box, that was a subscription box that I had for you <laughs> that was supposed to be like video game related. Mm-hmm. And instead it was Five Nights at Freddy's every single month. Yeah, it, they, they 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 did not. They could not. Would not stop. No. Yep. Um, anyway, and, and we talked about that, and we talked about the kiwi one that was really good for the kids. Oh, kiwi is a yeah. Um, it, are, are they both called kiwi? Or there was two. That's flavors. the name of the company. Yeah. And then they have like several. They had koala crate, right? Kiwi crate, right? And there's a there's another one I can't think of right now. And uh, yeah, they 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 did a really good job of curating the the projects that would show yep. up in that box. Yeah, um, it's I, I think I think it's it's I I could see being subscribed to it for a very long time, but it's kind of like there's a, like a, an absence kind of thing where it's nice to not just have the the I don't know the it keeps showing up right yeah and and when it, when it's monthly it's like maybe I did we didn't finish all of last month and now there's another one yeah 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 so we haven't done that one for a while but we've uh well I I should say you have explored a couple other mm-hmm. um one of them's not a subscription crate but still kind of a similar type of um cool kit mm-hmm. and then the other one I think is a subscription it is yeah yeah so um why don't we talk about the subscription one just briefly first and then dive into kind of the other one? Okay. Yeah. Uh, so a while back, about a year ago, um, I subscribed us to the Ada box, as in the company Ada Fruit, as in named after Ada Lovelace, right? The creator of computer programming. She's a friend of 
Charles Babbage, creator of the Difference Engine, whatever. Anyway, so kind where of a, did where did um, fruits come from? Well, in a way, computing is the fruit of Ada Lovelace's work. I don't know, but okay. so when you name a company, you know they they came up with a good name. I don't know whatever their process but was. Ada Fruit always like that one doesn't roll off the tongue for me. Well, I mean, it makes our oldest laugh because it sounds like you're saying ate a fruit. Well, I thought that too for a while and I was concerned about what was, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's not Pac-Man or something or whatever, or it, nor is it a, uh, a food-based box. We, we tried a food fruit-based box, I think, one time long ago. Anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> We've tried all those <laughs> subscription boxes. Yeah, I guess we have. Um, so... Yeah, I mean it, it's it's so Adafruit is a company that sells electronic components and kits and does a ton of you know interesting blogging and, and both um, articles and video and how tos and all that kind of like they're very much like a uh, a maker hands on craft with electronics kind of you know place. That's the audience that they serve right. and they really represent it well. What a what a great audience to to serve. Yeah, really fun and they've. Just they they publish lots of cool stuff, and they eventually started curating a you know one of those boxes, right? Right. And uh, so you sub- subscribe to this thing that shows up, I think, every ninety days, like three months or so. Oh, nice! I Maybe. like that. Yeah, because I think I think it would be probably four boxes a year, which is at a pace that's still faster than we've been able to. Right, we haven't had a chance them. to get through them all. And in part, it's like I've been building, I've been building skill in this area, right? It's not like, um, I mean, if it was like the Sketchbox or whatever, I probably get through that a lot faster than than the Adafruit, which is a combination of craft and electronics and some lots of like cool stuff themed every month, right? Um, So like the the box that we have sitting on my desk right now is called, uh, uh, it's the seventh Adafruit box. So 007, it's the Spy box. Ah. Is this my favorite one? <laughs> yes. This is the one. I'm so excited about this one. Yeah. You yeah. haven't played with the thing that much, but yeah, it's, it's. No, I haven't. I need to. I have not even scratched the surface on the things I need to learn from this Adafruit box. Because it also, it doesn't just include electronics and stuff, right? It includes a. Um, Life skills. A lockpick kit. <laughs> so there's like a transparent padlock in it and like a stack of lock picking tools um and uh it's it's really a an interesting hands-on puzzle activity like i really like hands-on puzzles i yeah like those things like what do they call them like you go to like a local game store and they're like the um it's like where you try to get the ring off of this contraption yeah brain teasers yeah and it's like oh fold it this way puzzle games yep yeah and and um yeah it's a physical puzzle so Very cool. it's a really cool physical puzzle. And then there's there's other stuff. If I padlocked too. you in somewhere, do you think you could get out? I have not once succeeded in unlocking. Oh, man. I haven't practiced yet, so don't lock me away. Yeah. Okay. We. All right. Truce. Truce. <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, Anyway, like, but I've just barely scratched the surface of this. And so I, we, like with okay, so our oldest, got, we did have like a good session starting to work with it. 
Um, so we've got the one that's like yeah. the lockpick set. Mm-hmm. What's an example of another one? Because you've said electronic. That one's not electronic. No, it is. Well, another one in there is um, it includes a like a like so Adafruit also designs like little boards and um, com- with combinations of act- of capabilities, right? So you can have so you're familiar with the Raspberry Pi and the Arduino, yeah. Right? And so essentially, you can. Well, I mean, the Raspberry Pi is in amazingly flexible because I mean it's ba- it's a general purpose computer, right? But then you have some things that are microcontroller based, where it can run a piece of code, right? Not an entire operating system. Sure. And that's that's like a different scale of like on a Raspberry Pi, you can have a ton of different things running, uh, really complex projects and automation or whatever. But um, but and still interact with the physical world through the um, the general purpose input output pins and just listening to or sending um, or, or setting a pin to high or low, right? So basically yeah. turning it on or off um, or, you know, putting more or less um, power through it. And then, so there's a board like that, like not like the Raspberry Pi, but like more like an Arduino. It's called a, it's called the Gemma, Gemma uh, M0. And it's a tiny little board. Like you could, the, I, I think it's, it's, seems like it's designed to like put in stuff you would wear probably. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, like smaller than most Arduinos you would come across hmm. by far. I mean, it's, it's roughly the size of like, um, you know, we don't carry physical change around anymore. So I don't know if, you know, anyone who like a quarter, is that like what you're going to say? <laughs> sure. <laughs> trying to think what's the size of a quarter besides a quarter, right? A quarter, a token for an arcade that, People wouldn't use because you use swipe cards now. Right? right? Just so say a quarter. It would be one sixth the size of a credit card. Oh my God. Or a swipe card. Too funny. Sure. Yeah. So it's very small. Yeah. So, um, like an inch square? There you go. You could also use, you know. Oh, yeah. So it's probably like three millimeter, three centimeters square. <laughs> I'm trying to speak in more future proof language. We have our. Um, you really, you Imperial really, system. you think that I don't, yeah, very soon that it's going to change. No. Okay. I'm disappointed. I know you are. You Still. mentioned that before, actually. It's tough. It was one of those promises from, from our, from my childhood where it's yeah. like, yeah, we're going metric. Right. Uh, but no, yeah. anyway, wandering a field there. So that, that's like, um, um, this is a really capable little <laughs> board, right? It has a few pins. I think it has like six different input outputs that could do either the job of a digital input output or an analog input output. Can it unlock the padlock? It can't. Well, I mean, that's a heck of a robotics task. <laughs> so what's um, it in there for is my point. What would unlock the padlock? I think if you automated a weather balloon to drop the padlock from really high up somewhere <laughs> safe, that would be an easier, like just destroying the padlock would be easier with it. Anyway, um, so what's this little board for? Uh, so the, what's super funny is like you put a, a little bit of code on there that the board has a on off switch. It also has a button. So those are associated with existing pins already. Right. So you could use them or you could, um, use like just the, you can hook up external things to the pins. So, and the, and this is a project where you use invisible ink, to you know write a message but then through the gemma you hook up an led that is a uv 
oh, the sure. correct you yep, know, wavelength. So you can see. Exactly. Yep. So oh, UV sure. so type of LED. Oh, sure. So that's the thing. Yep. And so you use the uh, Gemma to essentially become your buttons to turn off and on nice. this thing. So it's got a little a tiny built-in button and you put some code on it. Um, and I think, let's see, what was it? what's that? There's a website called Make Code. And I, we ended up getting a little stumped on it because for some reason the code we made at, at um, let's see, uh, I got to look this up quick. It's this tool. I th- again, I think it's called Make Code. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you go to maker.makecode.com, and there's, like, this editor that lets you um, actually use building blocks to create firmware. So it's almost like, oh, a, nice. like a scratch uh, visual coding experience. And so our oldest, you know, we were just following along and talking about the steps and, and basically, ascent, you know, getting, you know, creating new firmware to get this um, Gamma M0 board to run, run a piece of code that would um, essentially uh, send power to the right pin to turn on the LED or to stop sending power, right? Nice. So when the button's down, send power. When the button's up, stop sending power, right? Or, okay. or set the sure. pin. It's basically set the pin high. And then set the pin low. Yeah. And set pin low is, yeah, it would stop powering the LED. And so we got the code working. And it's a really neat environment, actually, this whole maker.makecode.com. Because it has like a simulator where it shows like you, as you're, as you're, you're like, yeah, I want to make some code for this board. And then you start, you know, arranging it to do what you want to do. Wow. And it's visualizing what you're doing as you're setting these blocks into the... Oh, interesting. Yeah, you're creating your your instructions based based on the blocks where it's like if the button's down and it's not just if button, it's like the the button at this pin, all that stuff. And it's yeah. it's just super easy and, and really neat. It visualizes it. So that was awesome. But then the 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 when it exported the our new firmware, yeah. which is like a um your code. It's a UF2 file, I think. And it's there's a way to boot the Gemma where it's supposed to be able to accept the firmware, right? Sure. And That'd also, be the whole point, right? it's built for MicroPython, so you can actually code in Python instead. Um, you like Python? I I love Python. Yeah, that's kind of right up your alley. I know. Which that might be our alternate route because okay. we could do that. We wouldn't be able to use that visual coding tool, but um, we would. We'll just whatever. We would code it in Python. Anyway, because using that tool, trying to get that file on that uh, on that device on the on the on the, the uh, Gemma M zero, uh, I couldn't do it. Like I I tried it from um, my Mac. I tried it from Windows. Um, it essentially uh, causes the machine to causes the Gemma to reboot, and then the code's not there. Oh, weird. And theoretically, all it's supposed to do, I mean, like a lot of times when you're programming a microcontroller, there's there are harder hoops to jump through. This is built to be easy, easy. and friendly, right? Where it's like, hey, you made a file. Drop a file on this thing that looks like a drive. But guess what? This thing is smart. And all of a sudden, it knows that that's now its whole logic that runs that it oh, runs on. Interesting. But it just wouldn't go on it at all. It just wouldn't do it. So, and I, I, started, I was troubleshooting and that's a learning opportunity, yeah. right? So we're like, oh, let's troubleshoot. Um, but, you know, after like 
a half hour of troubleshooting, that's not that engaging of an activity anymore, which I, I don't blame our oldest. So Yeah, right. But so um, what about any of the other ADAs that you've done? Other ADAs, I yeah. have to admit, I haven't delved really deep into any of them. Uh, we've explored, you know, what's the in there pick. and stuff like that. But like, <clears throat> so we started with number six, which is um, Circuit Python, and looks neat. Haven't really delved into it. Um, we've got one that the most recent one that is very Halloween themed. Can't wait to play with it. But like, because it's sort of. Um, like fitting in the time to make this a focal activity, it really is. I mean, it's well, just I think we a little a, extra than it's not like those other boxes. Yeah, I think we have a lot of a lot more learning that we're all doing with these boxes. I think than with some of the other things that we've tried, which mm-hmm. makes them really exciting and really interesting. But we just haven't um, devoted as much time to them as we probably could. So I think totally. it'll be really fun over the next few months to dig into these a little bit more and then we can circle back on the podcast and talk a little bit more about the Ada boxes and what's worked for us and what hasn't and um, what are boxes that you know are more geared towards you and I just sitting down and working through versus ones mm. that are good kind of for the whole family. Yeah, I, I like that. I Yeah, I definitely want to dig into these a lot more. They're all very approachable. And, and interesting, it's just that the the a little more complex than like digging out like a Lego set or um, a lot of the craft based activities, or even the next one we're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, but sure. before we leave Ada, I just want to say that I am committing to learn how to pick a lock because I'm just fascinated by that. Why? I don't know. I think just spy movies growing up. <laughs> sure. It's like always the thing people can do, right? Mm-hmm. Is just mm-hmm. pull the bobby pin out of their hair and pick a lock. <laughs> sure. I feel okay. like I should be able to do that. It's like a good, it's like, a, you know, what if you're at a party and something's locked behind the cabinet? Sure. And you're like, oh, excuse me. Just here. I have a bobby, bobby pin, which, I mean, I don't have those ever either. Well, so. no, once I learn how to pick locks, though, then you'll see me wearing bobby oh, pins okay. all the time. Perfect. Okay. that They go hand in hand. Did bobby pins come in the Ada box? Nope. Okay. Ooh, or will I be like a professional lock pick where I'll have like the tools? Oh, sure. Like the well, little. Yeah. You could sew, sew like your little kit wallet. Yeah. And uh, yeah, feel free to carry those tools with you. That's what I'm going to do. That's going to be me. Okay. <laughs> it's more just really for the look. It's, it is interesting. If, it, it, what a, it could be quite the affectation. To there be you go. In, in situations where you insert yourself and say, uh, <clears throat> and then you pull out your your wallet of lock picks. Yes. Hmm. Okay. All right. So moving on, the the next one I wanted to t- spend a little time talking about is one. It's not really a kit. It's not art. Well, it's a kit, but it's not really a subscription kind of a kit. It's a different, um, and it's been a ton of fun and very interesting to work on. And that is the Nintendo Labo. Yeah. Saying, is that right? Yep. That's right. Um, which is a series of cardboard things mm-hmm. that interact with the switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. It's um, the Nintendo Switch and its uh, GameCon controllers have. Um, I mean, I mean, they have a variety of capabilities. Clearly, uh, because the uh, anything from uh, I suppose what tilt and motion sensors to um, 
the, uh, oh gosh, what is it? It's an infrared camera, basically. Oh wow! And that's one of the that's one of the the capabilities that that, that get, gets used. And plus, it's a it's a touch screen as well. So you you've got this ability to like insert a touch screen into these cardboard prototypish looking things. Right. But like, it is not um, like your run of the mill cardboard. Right. This this is um, building cardboard. Pretty high quality. Prototyping yeah. cardboard. Very high quality. Very well. Um, like how it, it has been pre perforated as far as um, to to pop it out of its big board and then to fold it. It's got um, like these great scores. Scores. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it, it's easy to work with and sturdy. Surprisingly sturdy. Once you you know put it together, it's not like you're going to swing from a tree with it. But like it's it's. Um, you can use it and not feel like you're going to um, like break it. It doesn't feel overly brittle. So things like uh, what we've 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 built so far, um, we haven't finished our kit. We've got the um, the kit with essentially the the um, the general purpose one with the um, the motor, motorcycle and the house and yeah. the the, um, the piano. Yes. Yeah. So much fun. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's been it's been a blast, but and this is one that I think is one that the whole family can participate in and work mm-hmm. on. And we've had a lot of fun punching out the cardboard pieces and you know following the steps to build. Essentially, the it is it's just like building little prototypes. Well, and that that those instructions are not like really boring. It's it's very engaging and playful. Uh some interesting things they're doing with just their their method of teaching and oh yeah so getting you to uh like so so many subtle cues that that they're not using um i mean so there is there is written language in the steps but you don't have to really follow the written language you as soon as you hit uh next things animate and so like the the cardboard piece that you need to pull out of the big perforated, you know, big yeah, board. Out of the set. It's like, oh, you need um, piece A, or you need cardboard piece, you know, A from the motorcycle list, right? So motorcycle list has like A, B, and C or whatever. And so you you know what you need to grab and you know what you need to take out of it. And it's because it's totally animating and as it pops out and then shows you so to fold it. It's sort of, it's like you can fold something half-heartedly and be like, just, yeah, yeah, bend, 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 yeah, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. just, you're, cr- you're flying along. But it kind of does this little, um, this animation where like the cardboard folds over and it squeezes a little extra. Uh. It's squish in there. And it, and it makes a sound too. Um, <laughs> and these little, these little subtle cues, it's like, it's so... They're really caring about like how this information is coming across in a um, in a visual way, and then it's reinforced by the 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 text that they put on the screen. That's awesome. And describing what you should do. Well, and it and it seems. I mean, you've we've built some very complex things, and so the directions are are really good. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know? So I know they came out when this came out with a couple of kits. Have they added additional kits, or is this something uh, that they're going to continue to support? I yeah. Well. I think overall, yes. I think um, the press reception and industry reception is is varied, right? Oh, really? Where 
Um, Haters gotta hate, man. Yeah, and and uh, it's not everything is for everybody. I guess we live in an age of of uh, reacting to things that aren't necessarily for us, but um, or just not, yeah. not always accepting that. You know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I Other, hear you. Yeah, inclusion is a good idea, but um, you know, it's not the next Mario game. You know, it's not the next Zelda. It's <laughs> and that's what everybody's waiting on. Yeah, and it's um, stop working on the cardboard cutouts and get us Mario. And 18. it's, um, I believe it came out of their innovative uh, team. I can't remember their name, but like lots of cool things have come to fr- come from this team over the years. Um, but like they, they were doing some prototyping, and they're like, "This is actually a product in and of itself." And then they found a way to release it, which I think is. I wonderful. love that. That I was going to ask if that is. I mean, is that is that if that's true or if that's myth? Because I just absolutely love that story. Yeah, and I, I can, uh, you know, I read more about this many months ago yeah. when it first came out. But yeah, I mean, roughly, yes. I mean, a really yeah. simplified summary. So, that's that's the story. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's really neat, and I mean, the kids, when with the even the finished product, played and played and played and played and played and played with it. Yeah. You know, a couple of them. I know we still have more to build, but um, the motorcycle I know was a huge hit. The house was hours of entertainment if we mm-hmm. would allow them to just they could have wasted an entire day playing with the house <laughs> and the different the little games. creature that lives yeah. in the house yeah it's um yeah it's it's so i guess i hardly in- endorse it there are multiple kits new kits have come out did um, you say third, you third part uh, heartily heartily <laughs> It sounded like I hardly endorse it. I hardly. <laughs> sure. Wow. I'm not just passive aggressive. I'm clever. <laughs> I was confused for a minute because I'm like, wait a minute. I love this one. barely acknowledge its existence. <laughs> no, I, I think it's wonderful. And, uh, and I mean, it's, it's a little tough. I mean, it's, ex- it's expensive for buying these cardboard kits, but like they are really well thought out activities that, I mean, it depends. Like if you. Well, and then there's games with it. Yeah. I mean, there, it's a physical and digital experience, both. And, um, and it's not just like a minute or two of entertainment or oh, you no. just put it together or whatever. There's a life after as well. Like for instance, the, the, the motorcycle controller can be used to um, control um, stuff in Mario Kart. Oh wow, and, we haven't tried that. Yeah, and that that is one of their newer kits too is is um I don't know what it's called offhand, but it's the um it, it's it sort of controls for machines like um like flying an airplane or driving a race car and stuff like that. Neat. And I hear from uh from a friend that that is a really good kit as well. Nice. So, um and then the robot kit, that's fascinating that looks more complicated. That also looks more complicated from um, the idea. So the robot kit is sort of a backpack plus things you wear and sort of, you know, like things you hold in your hands that are tied to strings that go back to your backpack and your feet. And I don't know. Like yours or the robots? Your feet. Like, yeah. And then you control a robot on the screen and battle it or something. I don't know. Um, But then... If you think about that, I don't know if that's going to work for all the different body sizes we have. Oh, yeah. Once you set it up. In our house, right? So I haven't run at that one, but still, it looks awesome. Very interesting. Well, I think, yeah, there's just a lot of really cool kits out there Mm -hmm. um, to do a lot of different things. And um, 
I think well, it's fun when we have an opportunity to try some of them. So I, I just, I know we, we're not done with everything or we haven't completed all of them, but I really wanted to spend a little bit of time kind of midstream, mid, in mid-progress. Well, I mean, we squeeze in these kits in time where it's not like a, you know, like we don't force like, now the kit's open, we must complete the kit. And I mean, because right. honestly, we started the house with our youngest and that was months ago. <laughs> And then very recently where we had a, we had a, a session where let's try again. And um, it's not like the earlier sessions were necessarily, you know, stressful or something like that, but it got to a point where it just wasn't as enticing and interesting and whatever. It was a lot more, <clears throat> there was something about it that wasn't feeling approachable at, at the time where right. it was like, we made it, we made progress through you know building the basic the the house and a couple of pieces but then we didn't finish the last like three things you can plug into it oh but then fast forward a few months later you know i mean kids are kids develop and grow Growing. and they're like how they see and whatever they and 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 getting she, she was into it yeah she was totally into it and, and reconnecting with that activity with uh curiosity and gusto and 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 it just you know time flew by and then we finished that that one that's so important too, and and it's a great reminder, Robbie, that you know sometimes we just have to wait till they're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we do a really good, you know, a pretty good job of that. Um, but it is really interesting how sometimes we'll work on something and it just it doesn't feel like it's flowing. And as as a parent, you kind of wonder, do we push through here or do we do we set it aside? And I think we do you know, a good balance of both. We're pretty good on pushing uh, or, or not pushing or whatever. I, yeah, I can admit that. But like, uh, I get I get ambitious, right? Yeah. I mean, we, we, we bought our oldest a guitar. <laughs> we bought our oldest, oldest a guitar way too soon. Yes. Way too soon. And yeah, you know. Parenting fail. Yeah. I don't know. So it's almost like there was a... Um, uh, like I can rationalize the whole like yeah let's go into this new thing but then once we're there it's not not looking like we're severe about it so yeah I totally get that but you know definitely uh, I would like to to do to do better with the whole like I don't know finding the right time to try the next thing you know what you need what do I need crystal ball okay do do I I've got a pretty sweet plasma ball. That um, might work. I get along with that just fine. It does okay. leave little sparkly things at my fingers. It I like does it. do little sparkly things at your fingers. Mm-hmm. I get along with my plasma ball, but oh. what, what do you mean, crystal ball? Well, just, you know, when is the right time to work on certain things, you know? Oh. Um, <laughs> trying to predict that, that's going to be a lifelong battle, I think. Uh, not a battle, a lifelong <clears throat> learning experience. You sound political. <laughs> <laughs> Look at your callback. Oh, nice yeah. work. Yeah. Well, I think we should move to some picks. Yeah. I am fully charged on self-satisfaction right here. So let's, let's move on to the next section. Nice. Yeah. I hope your pick is as self-satisfying as, the, as oh. all of that and your, your perfect callback. Well, we'll see. It's pretty good. All right. You have um, science this evening. Science. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's in the name of the show. Um, well, I think we've mentioned this before, but Khan Academy is Yay. awesome. 
it's such a varied, incredible resource of of in depth, approachable ways to to learn and then increase. Well, your 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 skill and understanding of topics. I mean, it's in a way, it's it it is like at least sort of the you know broad set of high school and then many many college topics covered. Uh, in 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 right. It, it's it's astounding and it's very approachable. It's well done, and well, Khan, Khan Academy is is amazing. But like so specifically, I wanted to just pick the scientific method explanation that is posted at the Khan Academy. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Very so, nice, basic, foundational piece mm-hmm. of science. Exactly. Yeah. So the whole idea of, well, uh, we talk about this thing, we use this thing. Do we always have the um, deeply explicit knowledge to explain and access or whatever? You know, sometimes we do. Sometimes is you know maybe maybe it's um, it's it's less refined or whatever. But it's great that there's resources like this out there that you can you can go brush up or help others do you know do the same. So um, yeah, they they go through the the idea that scientific method is a um, it's a process. It's not this you know precise, overly prescribed, you know severe thing, but it has these really key core elements that are. Um, well, you you have essentially a idea that you want to, you, to be able to, you, you need to be able to attest that's probably based on a question you have that based on an observation that you made, right? Nice. And yep. then... The hypothesis. Yeah. And then you, you can think of, well, ways to test it. Um, and that's your experiment. And then how does your experiment go? What did you learn? And then how do you, how can you keep learning or digging into it and find ways to, um, like maybe there are other explanations and now you have new understanding and, and it's just this, it's a feedback loop that is a pretty robust, amazing, awesome thing that, um, you know, if there's ever, ever anyone that you, you're, you know, you want to give them a pointer to this, uh, it's, it's handy to know it's very out nice. I love it. How long is it? Is it a long, like, uh, it's work? about 11 minutes. Oh, nice. So it's real bite-sized, approachable. Very bite-sized. And plus, if you actually sign up for a Khan Academy account, which, I mean, there's no such thing as a Khan Academy sponsor, which I would love to be sponsored by something like as awesome as that, but they're doing amazing work and for free, and I'm not worried about that. Anyway, um, I just, because I sound like I'm about, I'm like doing a commercial for them, right? Okay. And it's, it's um, sign up for an account for Khan Academy. It's awesome. I've been, an, uh, I, I have had an account with uh, Khan Academy for like over six years now. Yeah. And I've dabbled in a variety of topics ranging from art history to um, astronomy, electrical engineering, music, um, let's see, finance and economics, um, and just, I mean, I'm just, it's it just awesome. It keeps track of all of them. Look at that. And nice it keeps little, track of them all. Like that for nice little that layout there. Yeah. Is that trigonometry there at the end? Yeah. Trigonometry. Yep. You've done a little bit of everything out there. Uh, and I've only barely scratched the surface and like a lot of these, I've not finished these courses or whatever. I just, you know, I've started them and, and poked into there and, uh, yeah, it's a it's a great resource. Uh, I recommend signing up, and then then when you watch the video for um, scientific the scientific method? method, you'll get points for it. Oh, fun! <laughs> it's gamified. Very nice. But I think it's like gamified in a great way, where it's like, yeah, I totally you know, get a few points for that from that. Yeah, so I love there it. you go. 
That's my pick. Very nice science pick. Very sciencey. Thanks. What's your art pick? I do feel like your science pick though was really two picks because it was a pick of the scientific method and also a pick. Of I don't the know what you're talking economy. about. Just saying, I'm on. To I you. pick. I have one pick. Always one. Pick. <laughs> um, my pick today is um the next art product that I want to explore um, with the family. Okay. Okay. So not just my stuff, but with the family. And I don't, you've probably used these before, but watercolor crayons. Mm, no, you, I haven't. You actually. haven't. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Then something new that we could all try. Um, and the, the, really the concept around the watercolor crayons is you use them like a, a colored pencil or a crayon, right? And you, you do your kind of coloring, but then you take a brush and you get your brush wet and you go over your art and that really activates the, the pigment in a way that's like a watercolor. <laughs> and so then it, you know, can obviously kind of change the dynamic then of the, of the image with the watercolor crayon. So you have both things where you do your coloring and then you're painting with it. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of watercolors and, uh, and there's, uh, I mean, a couple artists I follow that that are really into them, and I find that inspiring. There's uh, there's uh, Becca Hilburn, and then uh, Jersey Droz has been posting a lot of watercolor stuff that's been pretty awesome, especially related to Baron Von Baer. Um, oh yeah, I've yeah. seen some of those like bowling alley pictures. I know. I mean, busting out a watercolor while you're bowling. What the nice. Yeah, pretty cool. Anyway, but then the crayon thing, I don't think I've encountered. And that sounds pretty approachable. Yeah, I know. It seems really cool. So I thought it'd be kind of a fun thing to try. So that's my art pick for the night. Wow. All right. All right. I'm glad it was one you hadn't used before. <laughs> Me too. I'm looking forward to trying that. We'll, we'll have to report back on whether or not it was uh, a worthwhile uh, experiment. Excellent. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for today. Thank you for listening and for being a part of our art and science punks community. Robbie, where can the people find us online? Well, if they're hearing our voices right now, they did find us. They found us online. At the very least in one of the places that, that we're online. But like, you know, maybe you want to, um, you want to see the kind of things we post on the social networks, right? That's, um, you're like, oh, you know what? I do like this show. I want to check, I want to check them out on Instagram, maybe even on Twitter. So we are art and science punks on Instagram. So yeah, check us out there. And Kate does some fun posts about, you know, <laughs> reacting to um, different shows or other fun things that we've worked on. Yeah. Recently I've been trying to reach back a little bit too, and just um, go back to some older episodes and, and pull out things that I found. Usually it's just things I find really funny and then I'll post about those. I love it. I love it. And it's, um, yeah, it's a reminder that there's a bunch of other episodes out there too. Um, worth checking out if I do humbly say so myself. And then, well, if you're like on Twitter, Hey, I want to check them out. Don't worry about using the whole name. Just use art science punks. Very nice. And you can find our podcast feed at art science We are also available on Apple podcasts and Google play podcasts where we would appreciate your kind words and ratings. Thanks, and you can reach me at our Art and Science Punks Instagram or as Kate Stenzinger on Instagram. Awesome. Well, I'm on Instagram, of course. Um, social networks are all problematic. 
<laughs> you know, I, uh, uh, but I use them anyway, right? Um, <laughs> Twitter, we talk about being, being a, you know, a challenging, you know, shout fest or whatever, but it is what it is. I'm on there as Rob, Rob Stenzinger. I'm on Instagram as Rob Stenzinger. I'm on other things. If I even know you in person, yeah, I'll connect with you on Facebook. If I don't know you in person, probably not there. Even though Instagram is also owned by Facebook, but yeah, whatever. Check it out. Like I, I post a lot of fun stuff if I do say, say so myself. Huh. Not a lot, but that, what I do post is fun. That sounded really political. Uh, you know what? Um, call back. She rocked the call back. Yeah, I, it is. That, <laughs> that, is that political or a little bit? Yeah, I don't think I couched that in a way that was like as maybe. I, my, didn't, I didn't say I was, politically correct. Yeah, no, no. Oh, psh, whatever about political. No, I said I, political. Did really? I say it gently? Because I feel like fire. No, you did not say gently. Okay, I didn't think I said it gently. Like, I, no. No, you didn't. Yeah. I was being ironic. There you go. Thank you. All right. Shoo. I'm like, gosh. Love it when I get to explain my joke. Yes. <laughs> explain jokes are still jokes. <laughs> we welcome them. Oh, my God. Keep building, making, and sharing. I mean, so you're going to do some work with these Adafruit boxes, too? Yeah. Yeah? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pick a lock. Oh, I think of we've made that pretty clear. You're pick a lock. But I'll look at the Halloween one, too. I love Halloween stuff. 